The U.S. opens its borders, an update on the deadly Astro World Music Festival, Nicaragua's questionable election, and other top news for Wednesday, November 10th. Stay informed while remaining focused on Christ with the pour-over. Here's the quote of the day. A state of mind that sees God in everything is evidence of growth in grace and a thankful heart. Charles Finney. Let's get started with some espresso shots. Daniel Ortega, 75 years old, just won his fourth consecutive term as president of Nicaragua, extending the rule of the longest-serving leader in the Americas. Election day was quiet, civil, and he won by a landslide, thanks to some hard prep work. Over the past couple of years, Ortega has passed a series of laws criminalizing dissent and jailed dozens of political opponents for treason. On Sunday, the only other candidates on the ballot were little-known politicians who are friendly to Ortega, and polling locations were flooded with police and military. Oh, and his vice president? His wife. The international community did not call to congratulate the power couple, but condemned the election as a sham. The U.S. is expected to announce sanctions against the budding dictatorship very soon. We live in a sinful, broken, and unfair world. But as Christians, we have the privilege of knowing that this isn't our home. Even as we work and pray for justice, we can take comfort knowing that all things will ultimately be made right. I lift my eyes toward the mountains. Where will my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. Psalm 121, verses 1 and 2. Travis Scott and other event organizers face over a dozen and counting lawsuits for the management of the Astro World Festival that left eight concertgoers dead and multiple others injured. Criticism of the festival and Scott, who has a history of chaotic concerts, has been mounting on social media. The show continued for nearly 40 minutes after police deemed it a, quote, mass casualty event. The victims and the Houston fire chief say that Scott should have stopped his performance. Scott has said that all attendees will be refunded for their tickets, partnered with BetterHelp to provide therapy services to anyone who needs it, and promised to pay for the funerals of those who lost their lives. It's easy to become angry and indignant over world events, but much more difficult to live with the tension of desiring change while simultaneously loving everyone involved. Followers of Christ are called to live in that tension, loving everyone, even the people we work against. But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, so that you may be children of your Father in heaven. For he causes the sun to rise on the evil and the good, and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. Matthew chapter 5, verses 44 and 45. For all of our international listeners, hopefully you've been saving up your airline miles. The U.S. COVID travel ban has been lifted. The restrictions instituted by Trump and extended by Biden applied to tourists from 33 different countries, including much of Europe, China, India, Mexico, and Canada. Travel from the U.K. to the U.S. has already increased 21% this month, and many families have had tearful airport reunions worthy of the Hallmark Channel. To be eligible to enter the U.S., travelers must show proof of vaccination by any of the World Health Organization approved vaccines. And yes, there are more vaccines than just Pfizer, Moderna, and Johnson & Johnson. Airlines and U.S. Customs and Border Patrol will jointly work together to enforce this mandate, with airlines facing steep fines for failure to comply. 
Today's podcast was brought to you by Don Pablo. Don Pablo loves coffee more than we love email, and you can taste it. This week, they're taking care of TPO listeners with 23% off their Colombian Supremo, one of their best-selling coffees. We're told this 100% Arabica coffee is medium dark, low acidity, with notes of citrus and elastin chocolate walnut finish. Not being coffee experts ourselves, much of that went over our heads. But after tasting it, we're pretty confident we know why it's one of their bestsellers. It just tastes great. Don Pablo's Colombia Supremo is a classic coffee done excellently. Use code Columbia for 23% off and see what we mean for yourself. Link in the show notes below. In other brews, we've got a rapid round of updates. Weekly unemployment claims dropped to 269,000, dangerously close to the pre-pandemic average of 250,000. The unemployment rate also fell from 4.8% to 4.6%, but the labor force participation rate, which is the percentage of the population that is working or looking for work, remains well below 2019's numbers. The U.S. has indicted two men, a 22-year-old Ukrainian and a 28-year-old Russian, in connection with a wave of ransomware attacks by the group R-Evil. Speaking of, Robinhood was hit in a ransomware attack just this week. Data, which was mostly emails, of 7 million trendy traders was compromised. It's unclear if Robinhood paid the ransom or not. The House committee investigating the January 6th Capitol riot issued subpoenas to six former Trump aides who advised various methods of overturning election results, including declaring martial law. This is the fifth round of subpoenas issued by the committee, which has also conducted voluntary interviews with more than 150 people. Three is better than one. General Electric, the iconic 129-year-old conglomerate co-founded by Thomas Edison himself, is breaking into three separate companies focused on three different industries, aviation, healthcare, and energy. GE was the largest company in the world in the early 2000s, but has struggled since. There's only 126 days left until March Madness. College basketball tipped off last night, and Gonzaga, who lost to Baylor in last year's final game, is the favorite to win the championship. This is also the last year for famed Coach K of Duke, who enters the season with a 1,170 win and 361 loss career record. Thank you so much for listening this morning. We'd like to end by giving a special thanks to our TPO baristas who made this podcast possible. TPO baristas are those who choose to pay for what they could get for free. If you would like to join them to support this podcast at a deeper level, go to thepourover.org slash barista. If you've made it all the way here in the episode, my guess is that you probably enjoyed it at least a little bit. We would really appreciate it if you would leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Simply scroll down and click tap to rate. Again, thank you so much for listening. We hope you have a great rest of your day and we'll see you back here on Friday. Today's episode is sponsored by the Compelled Podcast. What would you do if you came face to face with a murderer sent to kill you for being a Christian? For Virginia Prodan, that question isn't hypothetical. Virginia was a small, petite attorney defending Christians in court in communist Romania, and she was really good. So good, in fact, she caught the attention of the communist regime. One day, a tall, muscular man walked into her office, closed the door, and pulled out a gun. He barked, shut up, sit down, I'm here to kill you. Virginia was face to face with a trained assassin. What happened next would surprise both of them. Listen to Virginia's entire story on the Compelled podcast. Virginia is on episode 31, which is titled, He Came to Kill Me. Listen on your podcast app or at compelledpodcast.com. That's C-O-M-P-E-L-L-E-D podcast.com.